whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. Well, last time, you guys had fearlessly tracked down the potential kidnappers from Orphia at the behest of the mm. townspeople who felt that the aristocracy wasn't really doing much to pursue their kidnapped male family members. After tracking their footprints, the goblinoid footprints, and then one other larger set of footprints through uh, Abe's home forest, you discovered some interesting items, a letter, a shrine, a uh, pendant keepsake. You eventually tracked them to a cliff escarpment, and after camping out, realized that you could go through that uh, cliff as the tracks ended there, but it was an illusory escarpment. You proceeded to sort of sneak down a series of tunnels. You saw a disassembled wagon that appeared to be the one that was used to transport the getaway hostage that you were chasing down. And after walking past the disassembled wagon, you found your way into a slightly wider corridor and were ambushed by two orcs who you quickly dispatched. And I believe there is also a warhorse in the corridor with you in addition to Dave. And you... Uh, high-fived a bunch, and that is where we left off, if you would like to resume what you were doing from there. So the orcs that are on the map, are they, they dead now? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're dead. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they're they're gonzies. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at the combat logs, it seems like we all smashed them with some pretty hefty magic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they should be gone now, right? Yeah, they're gone. Cool, okay. Uh, so, Abelardo, did you want to loot the corpses, as is your want? As is your want. Is, <laughs> is Abe known as the sort of, like... Corpse script, looter. The yeah. corpse looter, is that what <laughs> we're saying? You're yeah. every time. <laughs> this is very responsible of you. So I just look for things, but I think we had already said it. Did we loot these ones before? Yeah, we got the great axe and someone else got another great axe. Oh, uh, so you yeah. did loot. You did loot these guys. Cool. All right. So you see, like a couple of uh, offshoot-looking niches off the central chamber. They could be passages. They could just be niches. And you so see I have a, I have dark side. Dark vision. More. Yeah. Dark vision. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Hold um, on. Is does anyone have a torch currently? I can't remember whether anyone lit a torch um, or not. My, I've made my mace glow. Oh, um, I see. So um, while I'm at the back, because um, I, I managed to take a sweet holiday from all of that combat um, and just sit at the back, um, I might just have a little check over our shoulder um, to see if anything is coming or has heard what was okay. going on. Make a perception check. <laughs> Not yet. No, nope. wait, wait for it. Sometimes it takes a little while, but we shall see. I've got, <laughs> got like a flashing D twenty when I when I mouse over on the. Uh, that looks a bit glitchy. Okay, let's do it this way. Oh, there we go. Okay, with a seven, uh, you're you you don't hear anything, and you feel sort of cut off a little bit from the natural environment, even though you're underground, which is technically natural, the sort of stench of B.O. and 
metallic aromas in this cave are hindering your senses and distracting you from being more perceptive. Mm, true. You also uh, uh, hear, because it's only 15 feet away, to, away from you, the sort of snorting and stamping of an enormous horse in the corridor. Um, uh, so Joseph says, uh, those are some good kills. Let's get some more and try and rescue this last townsman. Is everyone feeling okay before we head on? Everyone good? Yes, bear. Yes. Not bad, thank you. No, so I managed to not hurt anyone in that fight, so I just wanted to check that all you people who hurt people, uh, are not hurt yourselves. <laughs> yeah? Yes. Yeah, the goblin and orcs can't hurt me. You have minus one exhaustion, right? Uh, yeah, I'm exhausted. It's fine. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm in the front of the group because so I can see in the dark somewhat. What 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 do I see? I'll All look right. at the different areas. Uh, if Monty is the only one that has a light, yeah, is that correct? Uh, I think I've got a torch as well. Okay. Well, I've got a torch. I think I was using it. Okay. Um, and your where are you? Are you second, third, fourth? Third. Third. Oh, there you are. You're kind of barely visible. Try, there. try right. not to fuck up um, Zenorai's night vision too badly with the torch. Okay, mm. I'll say, Zenorai, what you see is the corridor continue for about another 15 feet before your dark vision sort of, it, mm. goes, in, it goes into shades of grey and it's not that clear uh, what's going on down there. You also see a little ways into these niches on the left and right of you. Okay. Um, so I relay that information. Which 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 way should we go? Mm. Uh, come on, come on! That was a prime opportunity for a stage whisper. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, <clears throat> there are three pathways. Where should we go? Nice. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to clear this whole place out if we want to kill every last orc here. So just choose one, and we'll go down there. Yeah, so, uh, let's go right. Okay, you had... Sorry? 12 o'clock. Okay, you head down the right-hand passage and you discover a sort of increasingly narrow passage that seems to end in a stony crevice, but nothing else seems to continue beyond it. Uh, yeah, guys, like I said, let's go straight on. <laughs> you become stuck and can't get out. That's the end of your game. Uh, what is your passive perceptions, Zenerai? Uh My passive perception is 10. Okay, cool. Um, if you guys want to move your little characters, uh, I'll move the commoners, if you're all heading in the sort of forwards direction. Um, and I'll say you're all going to need to make a stealth check, especially the warhorse, just to just so I can determine. Like, I just assume at this point because you're sneaking into this cave that you're doing it stealthily. So let's let's see how stealthily. Was it a stealth check? It's a stealth yeah. check. Yeah. Did that go through. Uh, Abe's one, yeah. And for the warhorse, <laughs> do I just do it for mine as well? Um, yeah, for the warhorse, I would say actually no, I can do the warhorse as one. Okay. 
because uh, I should have its stats. Let's see what the Warhorse does. Okay, the Warhorse rolled an 11. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I took my armor off as well. Um, okay, give me one second. Stop dancing, you bright bear. <laughs> I can't resist the dance. <laughs> I can't resist the dance. As okay. I clatter around. Staggering into fucking everything. <laughs> okay, what happens is, uh, Monty rolled... Oh, that was perception. Okay, so Zenerai tries his best to stomp his his little feet as little as possible. Joza sneaks along like a shadow. Abe does a pretty good job. Uh, the warhorse, similar to Zenerai, is uh, doing its best with presumably hooves. Actually, I don't know if a tiefling has hooves. I'm going to say no. And Monty uh, seems to be really put off by the smell in here and stumbles into one of the commoners who uh, makes a noise like, ow, that was my heel. And what you hear, what you hear, Zenerai, is this sort of grunting noise on the other side of the corridor ahead of you. You also notice there's a door here. And Joza, you speak orc, right? Yep. And you hear them say to each other, what did Grinder do? Is he is he still there? Is he at his post? And the other you'll hear another one say, uh, I don't know, we should check. Uh what do you do? Um I'll say I quick quickly say oh that's no, here, isn't it? Sorry, Karen. Yeah, yeah. Uh I'll say there's orcs behind that door. I think they're coming out to check. We should uh set up an ambush quick. Uh head into the north tunnel and, and back a bit and we'll get them with our ranged attack. Okay, cool. I I'll say you guys can move back and you can try to fit into these little areas. I'll see how much of you can actually fit. Uh, all right, this one can go down here. This one can go, I'll say, all right, you guys can move the rest. Of, I think you can move Dave, right? Uh, no, I can't actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll put him in here with the others. There's roughly that much space. Okay, cool. All right, Hello. so. What you see is this orc come out of the door and you also uh, notice that it looks very similar to the other ones and this little orky boy is going to make a perception check to see what he can see. Everybody holds their breath. Okay, with an, eight, with an 18, he immediately spots Monty crouched in the back of this tiny tiny uh, uh actually he spots monty and abe in this little crevice on the left and he yeah. makes a noise like <clears throat> and joza you hear it as what what have you done with grinder die now and everybody needs to roll initiative okay <laughs> i think we would have tried to shoot him a bit earlier on than that but uh slasher will um get a battle i guess well te <laughs> technically like if you weren't uh what's the word like if you if you had eluded his perception, then you'd have the opportunity to react, you know, uh, like quicker. True. Uh, I'm just going to clear out this order, uh, and then we can add. Roll. I'm really looking forward to being involved in this fight. <laughs> Ooh. Artist, your rage, little bear. We must destroy this pathetic orc. You hear? Small army of commoners. 
you hear the commoner whisper in the background of the other cave. Ah, oh, this this feels dangerous. Are we going to be okay? Oh. Just grab your weapons and then try to be okay. No, oh. Dave just like, yes. <laughs> I had no idea Dave could talk. <laughs> it's very nuanced. You have to kind of, it's a lot of uh, interpretation, but. Okay. So first up is this orc. So the orc is going to tackle the, well, what I mean is address the, the first creatures that they saw. So it's going to come in here and get all up in Abe's grill. And uh, confirm to be a hostile creature that can see. Oh, interesting. So it's going to try and great axe you. Does a 17 hit? Nope. Okay, cool. Ooh. Then what you notice is a random other orc pops out of the wall in from a place that you didn't notice and he is going to try and look around and he sees his compadre fighting and sort of is going to try and stand there and make a perception check of his own with a one he just thinks that there's this one little group of people that his compadre is fighting and he's just going to hang out by the wall just chilling um so next <laughs> next up is the warhorse the warhorse hey. what would the, the warhorse like to do the warhorse is going to try and attack the guy that is just standing by the wall. I think. Oh, nice! He's going to get a like advantage because he is uh, he is uh, what's the word? Uh, not aware of the horse's presence. It's five ten. Okay, so he's going to come out here and he's going to try and do a hoof attack, but he's going to roll with advantage. So a seventeen is going to hit, and that is going to do two d six plus four. Wow, that's quite a hit. Uh, 2d6 is 3 plus 4 is 7 damage of stampling damage to this orc. Damn. Okay, so you see it sort of go, you see the orc suddenly scream, What the? Who the? Who let this horse in here? As he gets like crushed beneath its hooves. <laughs> Next up. Do we, have a, do we have a name for the horse? Yeah, it's Fox. Fox? Okay, the, the horse's name is Fox. Uh, next up is Zenerai. Um I'm going to blast the one um, that the horse attacked with Elder Blaster. Okay, roll it up. Okay, <laughs> with, a, with a 10, your Eldritch Blast manages to sail over the orc's head and singes the warhorse's mane ever so slightly as it crashes itself into the wall and the warhorse sort of rears up on its hooves shocked by the sudden burst of light is there anything <laughs> else you would like to do um, actually oh, you're, no you're you're hidden from that one so you can roll with advantage okay because that because that one rolled a one on its perception so it can't see anything okay with a 13 you just managed to hit so the thing that I said before is what you imagined might happen, but didn't end up happening. Ah, my memory playing tricks. And with 12 force damage, holy shit, that's, a, that's awesome. You see that the bolt sort of goes through the back of this orc's head and just leaves a big smoldering hole where it went through. And the mane of the horse, in a prescient manner, does almost get singed and the horse does rear back. <laughs> <laughs> but it just like kicks the ragdoll corpse of the orc to the floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that orc is no more. Uh, would you like to do any movement with your turn? Um, no. Okay, cool. Next up is Joseph's turn. 
I think I'm gonna do what I'm best at. Um and uh I'm I'm not this this orc doesn't know I'm there, does he? Uh, he only he only saw them or did he see all of us? Uh no he oh, no, the, the, the other one only saw all of us, yeah. Yeah, because you rolled a twenty and this guy so he doesn't know you're there. Oh okay, cool. In that case, yeah, I'll um take a second. Uh and I'll try and because I don't want to miss and shoot Abelardo in the face. <laughs> so I'm gonna try and uh like get him in the back of the knee or something so that he um incapacitates him. Okay. Alright, so you're gonna try and do like non lethal damage, is that the idea? Well, yeah. I'll just I don't wanna I don't wanna miss and kill Abe. Well <laughs> you need over a twenty to actually damage me. Oh okay. Yeah, that's cool. Um all right, I'll just uh, I'll try and aim for his uh his if ass I then. Okay, go for yep. it. Roll, roll an attack. Shoot him in the butt. Butt uh, shooting. Short bow attack. Oof. Oh, nice. Uh, that's going to hit. Uh, oh, they clicked twice. Oh, it was the same twice. Um, it would have been with advantage anyway. So let's just take the first attack. So that's going to be eight piercing damage to the back of this guy's skull. And that's minus eight. This is his butt, his butt, actually. Sorry, his butt starts bleeding this weird dark brown ooze. And you hear him scream out, What? There's This horse is biting me? What is this? And he seems very confused by what's happening. He doesn't realize it's an arrow. He thinks that the horse bit him. Um, cool. Would you like to do something else with your turn? Um, no, nothing that's useful. I'll just... Uh... <laughs> Would you like to do anything unuseful? <laughs> um, uh, what could I do? Why don't you go and check out that place where the orc came from? Yeah, all right. I'll, uh, can I like move here and just see if I can, I don't know, fore forecast any other attacks from in there? Uh, sure, I'll make a perception check. All right. Okay. With a 14, it just looks like a series of rocky tunnels to you you don't notice sorry it's a rocky tunnel and you don't notice any other tunnels that the orc must have come out of it seems kind of baffling to you at this point all right okay. I'll, uh, I'll end my turn. next up is abe okay so i'm just going to attack my hand go for it that oh it's a natural one um <laughs> roll a roll a d twenty for me, and we'll see if anything funny happens with the with the natural one. Do you know how to roll like a, a just a roll d twenty? You can bring up uh, that dice option, oh, and you I can see. go down to d twenty. If you just click on the left hand column, it will roll one. That one? Yeah. Okay, with an eight, yeah, you manage to uh, over swing a little bit, and you manage to fall down flat on your face. <laughs> <laughs> so it just means that you're prone on the ground and you'll need to use half your movement to get up on the next turn okay, there must have been some loose gravel or something under your boot uh, next up is Monty well now that my sight isn't blocked because Abe is on the floor uh, <laughs> I am going to cast Guiding Bolt Ooh, sweet yeah. oh here we go nice. that, that definitely Ooh. hits okay uh, describe to me how this orc gets obliterated by this guiding bolt. 15 radiant damage. Shit. Uh, uh, the, the orc kind of bellows, and as that happens, the light kind of goes into his mouth, this like bolt of light, and then it kind of like, you see it just like pierce and shine out of every orifice. 
Um, <laughs> and then you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see a pinprick of light shining out of its buttock um, <laughs> and sort of uh, and then explodes. Nice. Okay, sweet. That is exactly what happens. Okay, an eerie and violent calm settles across this tunnel and we're out of combat. What would you like to do? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, check their corpses, I guess. They're, they're a pile of sludge corpses. Okay, make an investigation so, check. Uh, I'll do that as well. <clears throat> nice. Okay. Um, with a 19, you notice that each of them are carrying a great axe and a javelin which can be used either as a melee or ranged weapon. They also are each carrying about five gold pieces, which strikes Ooh. you as unusual for orcs, Joza, because in your experience, they don't, they're not particularly wealthy, concerned with material wealth. This is a strange thing for them to have. Um, yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll pocket that. Okay, I'll some beers later. Okay, sweet. Um, <laughs> what would your little uh, unwieldy convoy like to do now? You see the uh, door ahead of you and the various niches on the left and right. Sorry, you want to go where? We haven't been down there, have we? Yeah, uh, should we check out the chasm? Okay, yeah, you check, check the southern crevasse. crevice. Um, okay, who who's going first? Can you move your little icon to indicate? I'll go first because I've got dark vision. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll follow just by. Okay. Um, make a... <coughs> Perception check. Actually, I'd say you're both looking, so someone can roll with advantage, or you can both roll separately if you want. I've got pretty good perception, plus four. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> Zedari uh, starts to, to be distracted like Monty by the sort of foul stench in here, and looks around on the ground to see if he stepped on a poop or something and it <laughs> turns out yeah. he he hasn't it just smells bad in here. <laughs> and joza you're paying a little bit more attention but you're you're still baffled by the the way these tunnels seem to be organic yet created or or man-made somehow and you don't understand how they work or whether there are more you just see a crevice in front of you what can i see yeah, how far down this tunnel can we see? Uh, if we move, pretty much exactly where you are. Like you don't see anything beyond that. So, for example, you see, uh, like, this. Can you see that? Uh, Do you um, see like the crevasse just narrows, or are all your icons in the way? Uh, we can't see that. Uh, yeah, if you move your character back a bit. Um, do you want to just? move into that narrow bit and try not to get killed by a trap. <laughs> yeah. Okay, send Dave. Uh, no, nah, fuck that. Well, uh, yeah, I guess. What's Dave? Has he got anything that makes him good at that? Um, uh, extras. The warhorse ahead. We can always send Fox and see what happens. Yeah, can you, you can just re-summon him, can't you, if he dies? Oh, yeah. It's fine. If he dies, I just re-summon him. In which, uh, in which direction? Um, into the tunnel. Okay. Well, you, you've already seen sort of like the 
end of the tunnel it just it just narrows to a point uh, okay that's the point um, okay sorry yeah yeah we, we it looks like it might bend off to the left here but okay never mind then all right let's head back and go to the door I'll send well, I'll send Fraser up to the door to, to sneakily uh, do some snooping. The wars? Ozo. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> send the horse ahead. <laughs> Sorry, what what does the what does the area look like to you? Doesn't it just look like a like a still like a like this? Uh, so it does, except the this line of um, black is right on the edge. So it looks like it's just cutting off. Oh, as in the, the the way that I like reveal the thing is sort of cutting it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it, fine. I get. I get it. Does it help if I like reveal it more like this? Oh yeah. There you go. So yeah. You can that see it like end. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So uh, so it just says um, okay. Uh, clearly, the only way is forward, and we know that there are more orcs behind that door. Or at least that's where these ones came from. Let's go uh, check it out, but. Keep your wits about you. It could be a trap. Um, and I'm going to start creeping down here. Uh, down to the left? Yeah. Okay, cool. You come to a door. All right, I'll uh, have a look around, start trying to look for anything I should be careful of with a, with a perception check, I think. Okay. Are you looking for traps? Are you looking for just general perception? Yeah, well, maybe like another, like another like secret um, <coughs> cubby hole like that. Last one jumped out. Okay, cool. Uh, make a perception check. Okay, with a fourteen, it appears to be a regular door with with no other uh, nefarious associations. It, it looks all very normal in this section of the tunnel. All right, I'll uh, go and uh, check out the door. See if also, I can see if it just actually with a up. with a fourteen, you start to hear dimly uh, a a chanting sort of sound, but it's very quiet, and it sounds it's in Orcish, and it sounds like rip, tear, open, rip, tear, open, and you're you. It sounds like it's quite a way off, but it strikes you as unpleasant. Yeah. Um, I don't want to scare everyone, so I don't tell them that. Um, <laughs> but I'll just say, uh, yes, like there's more of them behind this door. Let's see if we can get in quickly. Um, and I will look for a handle or a keyhole or um, just there's a there's a pretty regular a there's a regular handle. You can just push open the door. Yeah, I'll do that. Cool. Inside, you see a a little like it seems like a little camping area. There's two fire pits on the ground and a series of stones arranged in a circle like for sitting and waiting. You're not overly sure what this, what this is used for, but you get the sense this is where those two orcs were before they came out to investigate those noises. Mm. The, the crackling, the crackling of the fire doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, drown out the noises that I think the rest of you can start to hear now as you're on the other side of this door. There's a chanting in orcish of... That's coming sort of distantly, but louder now. Can we tell which direction it's coming from? Uh, it's coming from. See this door in front of you. It's coming from sort of the westerly direction. Uh, oh, that's another it? door there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So I guess that 
Does everyone think we should just bowl in? I, I quite want to look to the south because it looks like there might be a tunnel down for the first door. Can you ping right. what you're describing? Yeah. Yeah, he's over here, I think. Well, uh, do you guys want to... I perception to, check into the ceiling. You'll, you'd be able to see, like, the wall there. Ah, okay, I can see it now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, well, leave our humans around the fire. Maybe you they see, like, you see the, the malnourished commoners are huddling around the fire going, okay, that's four orcs that we've managed to get past. Uh, have you seen where our friends might be being held? Like, what's the plan here, guys? Trying to uh, find friends. Yeah, shut up. We're trying to find your friends. <laughs> uh, we're pretty sure they're ahead. You know, it's, we've checked everywhere else. We saw them come in here. Unless there's another exit further ahead. They're in this cave system. Okay. Can I find them or not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're confident, we'll, we'll do our best. And they sort of, like, heft their scimitars half-heartedly. <laughs> yeah, that's the spirit. Um, do we want to leave them here, though? Uh, and move on without them? That's, um... Yeah, let's, let's leave them here for now. They can always pile in. We can shout at them to pile in. Yeah, I'm sure they'll yell if anything happens. So. Leave, yeah. leave the panther to intimidate them further. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah well, I mean, basically, okay, so Joseph Tarzan says, okay, um, I think we're going to go ahead. Could get a bit too dangerous for you up ahead. You guys stay here. You can run if you want. But you probably won't make it very far out of this cave. We've killed everything behind us, and we'll come back to help you if we, you know, run into trouble. I think your safest bet is stay here, and we'll escort you out once we're on our way. So, what do you think to that? They say, uh, "Okay, cool. So we we'll we'll stay here, and if we hear something from you, we should rush in, right?" Yeah. If you hear us uh, call for help, then come running in. But otherwise, uh, defend this hallway and uh, fight with honor. Okay, and all right, we will. Go on. Sorry, if uh, it does get dangerous, they can always hide in those places, can't they? In the... In these... Sorry, these... let me go. Oh, the side tunnels that you guys just investigated? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, absolutely, they say, okay, all right, so if... if you call, we go in after you, but if bad things come to us, we hide in the crevices, okay? Is that is that the idea? Yeah. Okay, okay. all right. They, they wipe, like, sweat off their brows, and you see them sort of, like... You realize for the first time that these guys have not eaten very well over the past few weeks, but their <laughs> adrenaline has kept them going thus far. And they say, thank you. Thank you for, for everything. We, uh, we really want to get our, our friends back, so we really appreciate what you've done for us. Silence. <laughs> what was that? Uh, <laughs> silence. <laughs> silence. And they yeah, sort of like shriek yeah, back. So I'll, uh, I'll then kind of uh, come over and sort of pop a squat, but then realize I don't need to because I'm already much shorter than them. Um, <laughs> and say, uh, don't don't worry about him. Um, here, take one of these each. It'll keep you going. And I give them some of them good berries that I've got. Ooh, they take them um, reverently and say, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, we, we could use it. So I think I summoned uh, how many? I think you can summon like seven or ten or something. Uh, yeah, up to ten, which I did um, 
uh, before we attacked the goblin thing, and they last for 24 hours. So I think I've still got 10, so I'll give them one each. Sounds good, sounds good. Stores one hit point and provides enough nourishment to sustain a creature for one day. Oh, this is... They start to, like, nibble on the outside of one and be like, oh, this is, this is more food than we've had in weeks. This is so filling. We probably should have given you food a long time ago, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you looked at us pathetically right now. <laughs> That's okay. We were we were chasing our friend. His his name is uh, Graham, by the way. The one they had on the back of the wagon. Don't worry. We will bring Graham back. Thank you. We dead hope so. <laughs> yes, very much dead or alive. <laughs> dead or alive. Okay, cool. They look pretty settled by the fire in an uneasy state of rest, nibbling on these berries. Uh, what do you do now? Okay. Check out that door. Okay. Looks like a good one to me. Okay. You you all hear the chanting that I mentioned. <clears throat> Rip, tear, open. And that's what Josie hears. The rest of you just hear grunting noises. And it looks like a regular door, just like the other ones. Um, I'm going to stealthily pop it open and kind of creep peek through. Okay. Uh, you open the door easily. Everybody roll me a stealth check just because we're moving into a new area. Oh, yeah. Oh, Good stuff. I know you got plus zero, but you just rolled so badly as well. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, I won't be badly too. Sorry, Sheila? No, for Sam, I think you do foxes or oh, just yes. you need to do a little... Yeah, I'll do that now. Uh, cool. Um, one tactic we could use is because I guess in, in foxes... <laughs> Technically immortal because he's kind of a summon, isn't he? Okay, so uh, basically, sorry, before you... To be honest, he disappeared. He's a what, sorry? Summon. He's summoned, so he can oh. disappear. He yeah. can die or disappear, he just comes back again, the same one. Basically, because okay. more of you succeeded, you're a stealth check than failed. The the ones that succeeded, like Jozo and Zenerai and Abe, managed to sort of like keep the ones that aren't so stealthy under control, and as a group, you manage to move somewhat stealthily. And you come into this corridor ahead, and the chanting gets louder, and you manage to see what looks like a, a yurt, like a daub and wicker-looking sort of living quarters, and you see the glow of a fire, presumably, off to the left, but because you're in the corridor, you can't see much more than that. Um, okay, so uh, out of character, it seems like it's probably going to be quite a few orcs up here. Mm. I don't know if we're going to be able to do like a little stealth smash and grab like we did at the last one, because my guess would be some sort of sacrifice going on, but don't tell the villagers that. Um <laughs> What about we just fucking, we send in Fox to just like charge through and just smash into the orcs as he can. We'll just cause a real, a real ruckus and try and see if he can get to the other side without getting killed. Or, or, which or, 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 or a distraction. I have, um, my new cantrips are minor illusion um, where I can um, make a sound or an image of an object um, do something. Um, well, what about what about we combine the two? Could you like, uh, I don't know, like 
make the horse look like it's a fucking huge demon on fire or something like that that would scare the shit out of them. That's a good idea, yeah. I think the if you put the language of minor illusion in the chat, there is a. I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it moves. I think the minor illusion takes up a five foot square, for example, but it doesn't. It doesn't move with the horse, for example. It would stay where it was. He can still just like jump through, and we still have a surprise attack. Jump through uh, the demon illusion that you were thinking of. It can be a voice. Lines raw. The sound uh, continues unabated. If you create an image of an object, such as a blah blah, the image can't create sound, light, or any other sensory effect. Physical interaction reveals it because it can pass through it. If the creature, you, yeah. So, for example, the horse would pass through the illusion and stay where it was. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not that then. Well, uh, we could just do a send send fox in just to charge through and just smash into some shit and distract mm. them yeah. all that we we start gunning. Yeah. Also, like relatively smart. So, if we give him like. A try to dispose of as many or hurt or whatever he should be able to comply and we are in a um, we're in a tunnel so at the moment we're funneling them into us they all come running we can just blast them a range yeah yeah, yeah that's like good. i like this idea because so yeah. trying to, to round them up yeah, yeah. okay so walk, so through, we, walk me through it so we're going to stay where we are here by the door okay uh, maybe like near the uh near these rocks so we've got better sight into this area here yeah. Okay, move yeah. your little uh, icons. Okay. Um, I'll say, uh, just let me reveal more of the area if you're there. You see uh, this kind of thing. There's another yurt-looking thing over here. Um, oh, yeah. You cool. see, like, a little, what appears to be a pen or a sitting area. You're not really sure. Um, and then there's another campfire down here and some big rocks. And on each of these rocks, there is these weird swirling... They look kind of like Celtic patterns. Obviously, not exactly like that, but similar to that. And you hear the crackling of the fire and the chanting <coughs> coming from sort of south of this chamber. Can we do a, um, a history or an arcana check on the patterns? Oh, on the patterns? That would be... Uh, Joseph would... I think because they're your favorite enemy, that means that you get advantage on history checks or something related to that. Is that right? Yeah, let me check. Uh, features and oh, trade. I mean, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, sweet. What a guess. Um, so that means you could make a religion check with advantage. Yeah, nice. Okay. Um. Oof. Ah, oof, oof. Okay, with a 15, you recognize some oh. of these some of these patterns, but not not all of them. Some of them resemble uh, Luthic, which is the uh, orcish god of uh, fertility and uh, food and stuff like that. But some of the swirling patterns look like they're weird additions to those underlying patterns, like almost like they're done after the fact and they're much more aggressive looking and it seems kind of unsettling to you. Even for orcish standards, it's a bizarre uh, representation. Like these sort of like blood spatters on on top of these swirling carvings. Um, okay, uh, so yeah, I'll, I don't think, I'll think that that's not particularly interesting to the group. 
in terms mm-hmm. of us murdering as many goblins as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe is not hugely talkative anyway, so I won't I won't relay that. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. But uh, can, can we see any orcs or goblins from here? Is it we can't uh, see any? You can't actually, and it strikes you as somewhat odd mm-hmm. because this place can clearly hold a number of them based on the yurts that you're seeing. Hmm. Check yes. out the yurts. Yeah, that yurt seems pretty. Oh, uh, maybe we should burn down that yurt. I mean, I know there's a guy in there, but you know, we could get him on the horse or something. <laughs> That's a good uh, idea. If we burn down the yurt, and it'll also be um, a distraction. Well, okay. How how's a boot? We do. Well, because we don't know what's in the yurt, we might like be able to face off some cool boss or something, um, and have an epic conversation. The what if we use the horse as a distraction as we planned, and then as the horse is kind of tunneling down or barreling down here, we just like use that as a distraction to run across and get in here. But then all we're going to do is pull everything. Because if, oh, if there's stuff in the yurt, then, then we're going to have to deal with that and everything the horse pulls. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Uh, so what were you saying, saying that we can always just use clocks to, like I said, it's a distraction to be as loud as possible right outside the yurt and see what comes out. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I mean it is just a horse, and the uh, the other goblin, the other orc. That, he's but yes, he can die and come back, so it's all right. Okay, as long as <laughs> I won't wound you emotionally. <laughs> cool. Um, should we? Are we okay? So we want to go straight across to check out the big one, and not not this one. Yeah, uh, sorry. Hmm. No. <laughs> we could creep by that on the way, couldn't we? Yeah. Since so much of this area, we didn't really expect so much of this area to be un unorked. Yeah, so, same. So maybe yeah. the horse plan doesn't work yet. We'll save it. We'll, we'll keep that one in the on the old in the pocket. Keep that in the old. We can keep because I I'm pretty sure I have telepathic connection with him. Okay. Well, should we sort of uh, maybe tentatively sidle up to this first hut and uh, try and peer into it? Yeah, well, Monty, you uh, are fucking awful at stealth. Yes. So, should we? Should, I could uh, stealth in and see what I see, and then kind of do some yeah. cool hand signals back to let you know what I found. Right. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Bit of a, a bit of an inside joke from episode one as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, very good. Um, so okay, if you're going to go check out the uh, yurt, make a stealth roll for me. Okay. Okay, with an 18, you skulk along, and you can move your character up to where you intend to go. Okay. I'll go to here and then see if I can hear any voices inside from these rocks from safety. Okay, so what you see from that angle is slightly more of this area. And you notice from your vantage behind like a little boulder, there's two orcs standing down uh, down at the southern end of the chamber. And they appear to be sort of flanking a tunnel leading further into the caves that has a sort of glow coming from it. And the chanting is particularly loud in that direction. And you also see sort of vaguely there. And you see this. And where are you? Sorry, I've lost track of you. 
There you are. So yeah, that's probably all you would see. Um, you don't see into the yurt from there because you're at too oblique an angle. Um, and the, this yurt over on the other side is kind of too dark for you to see in because you're so far away. What else would you like to accomplish? You see the two orcs at the bottom sort of like nudging each other occasionally and chatting and looking over their shoulder at whatever's going on behind them. Okay. Um, so can I roll a perception see if I hear anyone in this, this yurt? Anything? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Okay. With the 13, uh, you hear from that distance a munching sound, like a... Okay. Um, okay, so uh, I turn back to uh, the other guys, and I say, I kind of, like, point down south and say, kind of, like, two books. Um, and then I kind of point into the yurt thing, and I'm like, one orc? <laughs> um, but then I'm like, uh, I don't know, how would I gesture villager? Basically, I think I'm going to, like, say, kind of, yeah, no, south, come on. Okay, um, give, me, give me a performance check with advantage, because you guys have probably done this this like hand hand system before but it's still quite tricky so give me just for fun do a performance check twice <laughs> uh, 14 no. okay so 14 with the 14 you guys understand that he's saying there is uh, one dancing bear in the yurt in front of him and possibly <laughs> a smaller panther to the south but that seems like two, a more two. The more two small panthers to the south, but that seems like yeah. the more promising direction. Yeah. Okay. okay. Go south. Yeah, they, they all immediately follow. No <laughs> questions asked. Oh well, that seems that oh. seems reasonable. Okay, so you guys, uh, so tell me how and where you move. I'm going, like rounding the wall, just in case. Given that I am quite mm. big. So Okay. Presumably, presumably now we can see the two orcs that we've moved here. Yes. So I turn to Jojo and say, that's not a panther, foolish halfling. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to use your previous stealth checks that we rolled on the way in here that most of you succeeded, which was enough to make the other two uh, sort of covered. So what, okay. would you like to do now? what would you like to do I now that you've seen one. that they're orcs instead of panthers? I think now that you're, now they're closed, I'll just say um, uh, there's an orc in that yurt. I think so. Keep it down. Um, but it sounds. I'm guessing you can all hear. It sounds like the, uh, the ritual. If that's coming from the very south, I think we need to get there soon if we're going to save Graham. At this uh, moment, you hear the beginnings of a strange sound over the top of the chanting, like Ooh, "Ah, rip, tear, open." And it sounds kind of like, a, like uh, if lightning was much quieter, and it's almost like a like a ripping sound, like a like tearing paper, but very slowly. Like sweet, mm. that's not mm. good. Um, good. That good. Yeah, let's fucking go. Um, Aston, should we? Hold fucking charge. Jacking, yeah, just like. Uh, I could um I I could do some thermaturgy to to turn, make them turn around. Um, the, uh, so, these guys these guys are looking towards our, our direction, right? 
Like they're guarding that tunnel. Well, yeah, they're looking vaguely in your direction because they're guarding the tunnel, but you're behind a series of like rocks and boulders and things. Yeah. So I, I could I could cause the ground around them to start um, tremoring. With uh, with what spell? Uh, that would be this one. Should we say that once we're a bit closer, so we can like pop some arrows at them when they're um, all distracted? That would be possible, but the range is only 30 feet, and you're about 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, like 90 feet from them. Okay, never mind. So you could, but you'd have to get closer. Let's just sprint in and fuck them up. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, let's at least attempt a stealth roll, I reckon, to yeah. what, like here. Um, yeah, rocks we can hide behind on the way. Might okay. as well. Everybody, yeah, give me, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to get caught right in the middle of this thing, right in the open. Definitely. <laughs> Gang fucked, but uh, maybe we'll save Graham. Give me, uh, everybody give me a stealth check and hope for the best. Oh, I will be. I won't. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, that, that, is one, <laughs> that is one more than what Monty usually rolls. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, where is the war horse? I can't actually see it anymore. Back in the room with the kid. Oh, okay. I'll grab it. Sweet. All right. That's right. I'll, I'll roll for it. So that's a dex check. Okay. Not not great. But again, more of you succeeded than than failed. So uh, Zenerai particularly is, is clinging to the shadows quite effectively. And Abe manages to sort of calm the war horse down as you guys creep your way towards the... You get the sense that these orcs aren't the most perceptive of creatures. They're taking their duty probably... Not as seriously as they should be. So, where do you move to? Right. Uh, is it yeah, there like, that you move to? Yeah, I think so. Oh, let me just remove that thing on Abe. That was for you having fallen down. Okay, sweet. So, you're there. And from that angle, you see a little bit more of this area. You notice that to your right... Uh, sorry, no. To your left is another big yurt. And then to the right of that thing on your left is a big, like, stone tablet, but much, much bigger than a regular tablet. It's like it's like the size of a small house, and it's got more of these patterns swirling on it, and these red sort of blood streaks over the top of the patterns, clearly from a different culture, sort of blending with this orcish religion somehow. Guys, I think we have to prepare that Bram might be dead already. But we can always bring the cause back, I guess. I'm 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 worried about what Hugo is saying about us just about to be ambushed from all directions. Should, yeah. we, should we check out a yard just to, to clear it out if needs be? Uh, no. Well, at the moment they have no idea we're here, do they? So, so either we keep stealthing, but at some point we're going to get in combat. Yeah, I see. If we, if we try and clear it on a hut by hut basis, um, yeah. we might draw less attention. All right, um, so should we do this one then, because we're quite close to it now? I know, because if, if we run across here, these, is this a clear line of sight, like, from, from here to here? Um, sort of. I mean, there's a few boulders in the way, but it's not heavily obscured. It would just be, like... Let's go to the big yard, then. That is obscured. Yeah, all right. Um, should we go for, yeah, because what we want to do is fuck everyone up in here without these guys seeing us. So should we should we use t Operation um, Battering Ram and just charge the horse in to just try and clatter as many of them as we can, and then we just follow in right away afterwards and stab everyone. So horse in first, and we just pile in. 
So the that. plan, what's the plan to send the horse in? Yeah, like at a, the horse goes in at like a full like gallop and just tries to smash into the first enemy he sees, if there are okay. any. Okay. And then and then we just pile in and dispatch him. Okay, you, you get the sense that if the horse goes galloping uh, through this passage into this yurt, it'll probably be loud enough to alert these ones down here. <laughs> Okay. Like you, you managed to stealth this far because the horse was walking like slowly, quietly. But if it, if it, if it doesn't do that anymore, then you know it'll be slightly different. Let's stealth him. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> how, about, how about we stealth the horse in this door, and then we stealth in that door, and then yeah. when they're all turned to see what the fuck a horse yeah. just walked in, we shoot them from the other side. Okay. So you can telepathically tell the horse to do its best, like clip clop on the stone floor into this little yeah, yurt. I thought it's little tippy toes. Okay. So I'm gonna get because this is a slightly different endeavor, I'm gonna roll a check for good old Warhorse, whose name is Fox, and let's see how he does. Oh, with a sixteen, he Ooh. clipped because uh this was summoned from the uh the arcane realms beyond, probably the Feywild, you notice that this horse doesn't have uh shoes on its feet, so it manages to use that to its advantage and it manages to sneak into this entrance. And what is the telepathic instructions for it? Uh, um, to wait for us to get to the other side, wasn't it? And then run through. Okay, so you guys yeah, go over to the other entrance? We're moving to the other entrance at the same time. Okay, cool. So yeah. The idea was that as it bursts through, uh, it starts attacking the first person it sees, we do the same at this side. Okay, so... If there's anything in here, then you'll get like a surprise on it if they haven't detected you. But just to make sure everyone is in order, I'm going to get everyone to roll initiative. I haven't rolled above 10 in the last 10 dice rolls. As you guys pop your head into the yurt, you see two orcs sort of just lying on these bare skins and just sort of eating hunks of meat from around this uh, little sleeping area. And... They don't see you, but as the warhorse comes clattering in, they definitely are surprised by this occurrence. Um, so therefore, I'm just going to put them on the right layer here. And then they are... So you get a surprise round, which in D&D terms means you get to act before, uh, before the other people do. Therefore, descending order, the warhorse is going to go first. So the warhorse goes charging in and manages to do a trampling charge, which means that it used a bit of its momentum to charge straight at a creature. It, if it hits, uh, then it hits with its hoof attack on the same turn. That target must succeed a DC 14 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. If the target is prone, the horse can make another attack with its hooves against it as a bonus action. Cool, so let's see if this hits. This is gonna be with advantage. So that definitely hits, so that's gonna be 2d6, so that's 3 plus 4 is 7 damage to this thing. And because this guy is already prone, the horse gets to attack again. But it's no longer with advantage. But with a 22, it hits. Oof. And that's going to be... Oh my goodness! 10 plus 4, 14 damage. This this orc basically gets absolutely turned into mush by the war horse. And it is, it is gone. So, next up is Abe. <coughs> Okay, so I'm going to attack this guy. Uh, was it two? Because is it with advantage? Uh, yeah, because they don't see you, so you were technically hidden, okay. so you get to roll again. Cool. All right, the 13 hits, and you do three slashing damage to this 
ugly looking surprised guy over here. And Joza, you hear in orc him saying, What? What is what has this horse done with Kufra? This what? <laughs> what happened to Kutha? And he just sees his friend Kutha get turned into mush. And is there anything else you would like to do, Abe? Laugh in his face. Okay, you chuckle heartily. Uh, next up is... Sorry, what was that? That fox. That fox. There we go. Good fox. Oh, gotcha. You see Fox sort of tosses his head proudly. Uh, next up is Joza. Is someone pinging the map for some reason? No, it's not. No. Sorry. Okay, cool. Uh, Joza's turn. Um, I will say... Uh, uh, Go to join Kutha, you green scum, and uh, fire an arrow um, at his chest. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm just going to try and find your character over the top of all these other ones. There it is. Okay, so you can shoot through. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, that definitely hits. Okay, so you see this arrow goes through where his jugular would be, and he starts, like, bleeding out. He's on, like, death's door. Would you like to do anything else with your turn as he goes? Um, I will just stare him in the eye as he knows that he's about to die. <laughs> you get real intense on his ass. Um, yeah. Next, next up is Monty. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so I get to attack. Um, it's a big moment I, for you. I know. Um, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna run up and mace him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Mace nice. away. Face. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> roll, roll again because you have advantage. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, finally you're nineteen. Oh my gosh, you did exactly the amount of damage you needed to do. So how do you how do you crush or kill this orc? Um, I mean, I'm just gonna like. Have grazed him because it's not not a very big mace hit. So I think I'm going to graze him like a paper cut across the top of his forehead, and he's going to bleed out very yeah. pathetically. Okay, he sort of like grabs the wound with his with his hands and tries to hold his other wound in his neck, and then he just falls on the ground. Nice work, everyone. Sweet. Okay, Sweet. so you're in a very foul-smelling sleeping quarters that is a mixture between like a pigsty and a. Well, no, it's just a pigsty, really. <laughs> um, what would you like to do? Just uh, <laughs> loot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you look around, you find a lot of... What yeah, was that shit? No, no, sorry. Same thing. Oh, um, you look around, you find a lot of dried meats, a couple of shiny knickknacks, like jewelry that doesn't look like it was designed for an orc. It's much smaller than they would wear. Um, it looks like keepsakes that they've acquired either through battle or taking hostages, perhaps, and uh, not much aside from those kind of jewelry knickknacks, uh, wooden toys that look like they would have once belonged to children, and a lot of dried meat. I start gnawing on the dried meat while it's hanging up, presumably. Okay. Uh, it's kind of all around. Some of it is hanging up. Some of it seems to be in like little bundles. But yeah, you start gnawing on it. It's kind of old, but not terrible. Yeah, pocket dried meat then, I guess. Okay, you've got um, some dried yeah. meat. <laughs> it might be personal. It might be human jerky, yeah. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. 
Um, <laughs> should we? Uh, I, I've now that we know we've got a little bit of, we're not just going to get destroyed from every angle. Should it's we? Um, yeah. yeah, let's check out these guys south and clear these orcs out. Sneak, yeah, should we use west. that same tactic? Should we send the horse in for like a stampede and then follow in afterwards? I mean, it worked pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so maybe if we hide around this rock here and then just send it round. So let's all move down here. Okay, Abe is like behind Monty, I'm going to assume. Okay, so you're going to telepathically tell the warhorse to go stampede these two guys? Yep. Okay, so, so as it goes forward to do its attack, uh, the orcs spot it and go, What? What? How did a horse get in here? In orcish, Josie hears, the rest of you hear, and it, it stampedes it, but because it's not like sneaking into a yurt or anything, they're not necessarily surprised because they can see it coming from a while away. But let us see what damage the warhorse does despite that. So that is going to be a hoof attack. Oh my goodness, a 25. So then this orc, this orc is going to have to make a strength saving throw. This horse is intense. With a 12. <laughs> Okay, so with the 12, it fails, so that's going to be 2d6 plus 4. Oh my goodness! Oh. 12 plus <laughs> 4 is 16. Okay, this... Uh, <laughs> Two sixes. Yeah, that's huge. This this orc on the left gets just turned into pace, and he's he's gone. And... <laughs> And as a as a bonus action, the uh, horse is going to stample the paste further into the ground. And <laughs> so let's let's just use the same uh, initiative order as before because everyone is is already in it, and therefore uh, that means the warhorse just went, and therefore this orc is going to try to actually. So I suppose yeah. Because you guys would have to come round into the open as well. You don't really have the opportunity to surprise these guys or sneak up because it's literally like a funnel that you're being funneled down. Yeah. Okay. So that means next up is the orc. The orc is going to sort of turn to its friend and say, uh, Battered Jim. No, not Battered Jim. <laughs> and he seems very upset for the loss of his, the loss of his friend, Battered Jim. And he is going to... You get the sense that it's like a translation of an or orcish name that translates to Jim, but isn't literally Jim? I, I, I wonder out loud about the... Um, he means batter as in fish and chips, batter or batter as in the verb. You, you wonder that. <laughs> you, you wonder it real good. Um, next up, so he's going to try... Yeah, he attacks the warhorse successfully for a 21, which means the damage is going to be... 1, 2, 12, plus 3. So that's a 5. That's 8 damage to the warhorse. So the warhorse is looking a little messed up. Uh, but that's the end of right. the orc's turn. And the next up is Abe. Having seen your warhorse just get slashed up, what do you do? A 2. Sorry, you're, you're going to move up to the one remaining orc? Yes, sorry. Okay. Cool. So that puts you... Yeah, I'll say you could probably go diagonally there. Awesome. So with a 12, you are so enraged by the attack on your on your warhorse that you managed to miss in blind rage. Uh, was there anything else you would like to do? You can also see from, <laughs> from your vantage point a little bit further into this chamber, and you can see a tall orc dressed in these weird robes 
like dripping mm -hmm. something red into the fire and it looks kind of creepy and the chanting is getting louder behind you and it seems to be coming from this guy standing at the fire. I think the guy is doing something. And that's uh, it. Okay, next up is Joza. Um, yeah, so I guess I can sort of see what's here. As well. So I, I realize we've got to take care of this orc as quickly as possible. So I just kind of slightly hurriedly, uh, I don't know, maybe I, I think I start oh. walking forward and sort of try and shoot while walking so that I can then go run past him to get into the next room. Uh, so okay. I'll do a short bow attack. Go for it. Pew. Okay, with a 26, yeah. you definitely hit. And you take the orc in the shoulder and it seems to have got his... Uh, uh, the tendon is one in one of his arms, so it sort of dangles limply, and it's only his right arm that he's able to hold the great axe in. So he looks well messed up by that. I'm gonna uh, keep moving though, so I'm gonna okay. stay at stay out of range of his axe. So I'm you're gonna, gonna be kind of... like there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Next up is Monty, Ooh. the uh, pacifist slash murderer. I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna run in and mace him. <laughs> okay, it's perfectly just to get the killing blow every time. I'm being compelled. Uh... I'll say, uh, Monty, finish him. <laughs> finish him. Okay, with a 14, you manage to hit for six bludgeoning damage and just cave in this orc's skull, and the blood just spatters across <laughs> your face. He lets out actually like a really um, sympathy-inducing like death whimper as well. You feel awful. <laughs> cool. All right. he, goes, he, just goes, he goes, why? <laughs> okay. So the way, the way this is going to work, so basically you get the sense that this orc standing by the fire, the campfire, is doing something. And even though they would clearly have heard this ruckus that just happened, you notice the ones in front that this orc doesn't stop doing what he's doing and just continues to chant by this fire. And yeah, we'll see how far he gets with that process. So let's stay in initiative order just to, to give everyone a chance to, to act. So next up is actually you can use your movement. Actually you would have used about five, 10, you've got like 10 more feet of movement you could use. Oh yeah, I'll walk in for the rest of it. Uh, okay, awesome. Just let me reorder this. Right here. A little bit uh, One second. Where's Monty? Monty. Uh, yeah, you. I'll say you can get to there. That's fine. Um, excellent. That means next up is Zenerai. What would Zenerai like to do? Um, so I've got a hundred and twenty foot range on my Eldritch Blast. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd like to move to where I was just in range of this big bad guy and then absolutely fucking blast him. Okay, go for it. Uh, roll an attack. I range where I am at the moment. Yeah, you're, you're definitely you're within 120 feet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, it comes. Okay. With a 14, you see that your blast sort of spatters across this slightly more metallic armor that this big robed guy is wearing and he doesn't even like flinch from what he's doing fuck. <laughs> you hear behind you guys Zenerai say fuck uh, I guess I'll move in a little bit then just to come to where Joser is something like that okay cool. um, 
Yeah. Um, so what's also the, just oh, just before just beforehand, Monty notices as he's a little bit closer now that there's another one of these sort of like robed figures and two male villagers like tied up on on the ground here. And they seem to be in front of like a altar type situation made of made out of this stone with the similar swirling patterns on it with these red slashes through it that is presumably blood and it looks like a very unsavory scene is unfolding. What would you like to do? Oh, who's ever was talking or whose turn it is? Uh, well, it's the war horse's turn again, isn't it? So I can send him in. <laughs> I think we know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're, um, you're saying you would like the war horse to do what? Uh, Maybe we can get him to this guy. Try to get him away from okay. the yeah from the villagers. Okay. I don't so remember gonna... how. You don't remember where? How far he can move? Uh, he can move sixty feet. Okay. Um, so he should be able to get there then. Okay. He, he, he could get to he could get to either one of those robed figures. Just yeah. Okay. Just this one because he's nearest the villagers. Yeah, and it looks like he's the one holding them hostage for now. Okay, so right with him? you you want to telepathically tell the warhorse to charge down this one at the bottom? Yeah, I can just tell him in Raconian, but yes, he can okay. go. Sweet. All right, so he's going to go up here and he's going to do his sweet hoove attack and see how he goes. Ooh, with an 18, he hits... So that's going to be, oh, that's what I want. Um, so that's going to be 2d6 plus 4. Oh, 14 bludgeoning damage. And then this guy's going to have to make a strength save. So this is ridiculous. Oh, Jesus. Here we have found a way to break the game. <laughs> uh, and within 11, he fails. So that means that he's knocked prone and he can do that means the warhorse can do another hoof attack <laughs> Good uh, but with a 13 he manages to miss the now prone uh robed figure and misjudges at the distance so that means it is the uh the orc's turn but there are no orcs in here so that's abe's turn well there are no regular orcs in here I think we need to focus on disrupting where ritual this is they're casting. So this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so should I attack him then? Yeah. Try to have anything with so... any knockdowns or something like that. That would be cool. Sorry, what was that? Do you have any knockdown abilities? Something where you can like not just damage him but stun him. Let me check. Can you move that far by the way? No, I could always try to freeze him. Yeah, frost breath. Could freeze him. Uh, 5, yeah. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, yeah, I mean, you were in the you were in the entrance way, so I'd say you... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. No, you, you can't... You, you can't get... You can't quite get within melee range, but you could get within range range. And also, your, what's the range on your breath? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Breath weapon. Yeah, ten, fifteen foot cone. Yeah, that would easily, it would easily hit. 
what, range-wise. Cool. <laughs> so does that mean this guy has to, if you're going to use the breath weapon, does this guy have to do like a dexterity saving throw or something? Uh, I'll show you because this is a bit of Chinese to me, but <laughs> I will. Can you post it? If you, if you, yeah, 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 if you just press um, display, display in CT, that will just oh, show sweet. the detail. Okay, so each creature must make a saving throw. The type is determined by the ancestry. The DC equals 8 plus your constitution modifier. So what's your constitution modifier? Which uh, plus 2. Okay, uh, so that's 10 plus your thing is uh, 12 because you've got a proficiency bonus of 2. Uh, half as much, the damage. It doesn't say what kind of saving throw. Uh, but that would be determined by the ancestry. So um, it should say, to be honest, on your character sheet, what kind of saving throw it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, Constitution 13. Oh. Constitution 13. Oh, perfect. There we go. Okay. Um, I have a question before we action it. Okay. Because um, it's a cone effect, and um, Abelardo also target the fire to see if we can put that out and hit the dude. Yeah, it would, yeah. It would definitely... Yeah. You wouldn't really have a choice. It would definitely hit the fire. Oh. Cool. All Sweet. right. So cons constitution saving throw against 13, right? Uh, I have to, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so this guy makes his save. So it's half as much damage on a successful save. So uh, okay, 2d6. So okay, so that means you roll 2d6, and that'll determine how much damage it is. So if you, or do you, do you want to just press it and see, will that calculate it? Yeah, you could just press that little button. I can do it if you want. No, yeah, it's, well, it's not doing it, so I'll just go to Oh, no, oh, there we go. that did it, that did it. Okay, okay cool. So that's uh, seven cold damage reduced to three, and I think cold damage makes this person's speed reduced by half until the beginning of your next turn. Cool. Cool. Okay, so this guy gets a little frosty, but continues his concentration, and this fire goes out completely. What's so you get the sense that this orc's eyelids are starting to flutter, like the, the extinguishing of the campfire seems to have broken his concentration somewhat. So we'll see what happens uh, next. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay, cool. Next up is Joseph. Um, yeah, so can I, can I try one thing? Um, can I try a, uh, what would it be, like a religion or a, um arcana check or something to see if I can work out what the fuck's going on? Uh, yes, you can. You can make a religion check with advantage. Cool. Okay, with a 15, it looks a little bit like a traditional orcish sacrifice to Luthic to make their offspring uh, healthy and hearty and to find uh, good meat on their next hunt. But typically, they don't use uh, a fire to do it, and they seem to be holding like a dagger that doesn't look like part of an orcish culture. So it looks kind of like something you'd be familiar with, but with these weird tweaks that don't make sense to you. Hmm. Okay, I um, I wonder that to myself as I uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, again just not passing on any information. Uh, I'll tell everyone later. Um, <laughs> As I, uh, uh, what, what's he got in his hands? Is he, is he so he's holding a dagger? Yeah, it's like this weird curved dagger, and in his other hand seems to be this red liquid is like coating his the fingers of his other hand, and he was dripping drips of it into the campfire. 
And the guy okay. behind him that's sort of next to the hostages that's been knocked on the ground by the war horse, he was sort of holding another dagger and seems to be like extracting blood from the hostages with cuts. Okay. Um, yeah, well, seeing as this guy's doing the ritual, I will um, draw my bow and try and uh, st- put a stop to that. And I'll, yeah, I'll sort of say, um, enough of your nonsense and shoot him. <laughs> Let's try that. Where are you shooting from? Uh, well, yeah, okay. So I, well, I, I think when the others move forward, I sort of move to have a clear line of sight. So I'll just be about like there. Okay, sweet. So that's a 15. Unfortunately, your arrow sails over his shoulder and embeds itself in the daub and wicker wall of the yurt. And you see him open his eyes and look at where the arrow came from. And his eyes have a weird reddish glow to them. And it's a little bit unnerving to see him suddenly open his eyes and look at you. And he seems to have stopped whatever he was doing. Good. Is there anything else you would like to do? (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, uh, No, I'll I'll hang back. I'll I'll move forward a little bit more, but I'll, I'll stop it right here. Okay, sweet. Um, I forgot to reveal more of the environment to Abe as he came in. So you see kind of uh, this kind of stuff going on here. Uh, cool. That should that looks about right. Awesome. Okay, so uh, that's the end of your turn, right, Joseph? Yep. Okay, so this creepy guy that just opened his eyes is going to turn to uh, he's going to move forward because uh, the range is five feet and he's going to attack Abe with a spear oh no actually no he's not holding that at the moment he's going to pick up his spear and attack you with it which is sort of leaning against the campfire okay cool so this is going to be the attack does a nine not hit you at all so you no, see I meant- yeah, your your AC is what again? Okay. And it what? doesn't. Okay, cool. Um, you see him like still a little woozy, presumably from his trance. He misjudges the depth with his spear and just misses you horribly. Next is this guy who's going to get up from being prone and attack the uh, hostage beside him in a kind of desperate manner. Ooh. So because he's uh, so this guy this guy that tried to attack Abe is uh, um, what's the word uh, was holding a dagger in his hand but he dropped it to pick up his two-handed spear whereas this guy at the back is gonna pick up his spear with one hand and keep the dagger in the other hand so he's gonna roll one-handed here oh so lucky uh, with a nine I don't think. That, yeah, the commoner rolls out of the way at the last second and the spear embeds itself in the ground. And you get the sense that these these commoners are pretty fragile and they wouldn't really survive a hit like that. Um, Next up is Monty. Oh, yeah. Okay, I am going to run into about here. Um, And I am going to blast this one um, with a... Guiding bolt with a second level spell slot. Wow, you have, another, you have another spell slot for it. Sweet. Yeah, I do. So um, this, is casting, this is casting it at a higher level, right? I'll, 
past it at a level two. Yeah. Whereas um, the previous the previous one was a level one. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, okay. Well, there's no second level high cost, sixteen radiant damage. Okay. okay. So unfortunately, with an eleven, your guiding bolt yeah. streaks over this guy's uh, shoulder, but it does manage to extinguish this campfire back here in a blazing beam of light. And you see the commoners on the ground sort of roll over and look to you with this awe on their face. Like, how did that bear man do that? That was amazing. But unfortunately, it misses the guy that you were going for. Hi, I am a god. <laughs> Hi, I am a god is what you say. That's what they get. Oh, that's, that's what... <laughs> I like that you walked into a room and just confirmed their suspicions that you're a god. Yeah. Okay. I have a, I have a long term plan here. Okay, sweet. Uh, uh, is that, is that, is, would you like to do anything else with your turn? That's all good. Okay, Zenarai's turn. <clears throat> so, quick question. Um, <clears throat> now that all the fires are out, is the room, we see anything? Is it dark? What's going on? Well, no, there's these two uh, little braziers over here that are still lit. It's just the two main campfires that aren't. Okay. So it's it's kind of dim light in this outer region, like the this commoner southern side mm -hmm. of the chamber is a little dimmer, but with, with dark vision it's pretty easy to see. Okay, so I think we need to focus on the guy who's going for the um, hostages. Yeah. Uh, right, I'm going to, so I'll come in behind Monty um, and, and just blast at this, this southern one. Okay, go for it. Oh, wow. With a 20, you definitely hit. And you see him take this bolt of arcane eldritch energy in the chest, and he sort of staggers back a little bit with the impact. Is there anything else you would like to do? Um, what the hell do I want to do? I'm just looking. Um, no, that's good for me. Taunt him mercilessly. What do you say to taunt him? That's, what, 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 what do I say? I say, ha! You just got um, eldritched. You just got eldritched. Okay, cool. Uh, next up is the warhorse. I assume the telepathic instructions are the same? Yep. Okay, sweet. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. The almighty warhorse named Fox is going to try to hoof this guy in his little face with a 24! Holy shit! <laughs> um... Okay, so that's that's definitely going to hit, and that's going to do 9 plus 4, 13 bludgeoning damage to this guy's, like, skull yeah, We should area. just go and just let this horse clear out. <laughs> Me and back in the morning. So you is, see is this... Is the horse the what of this campaign? Maybe just the main character of this campaign. Yeah, like, Fox, we've been misled. Fox has but. been the protagonist this whole time. Um... Okay, so this shaman-looking character is bleeding from multiple wounds and is barely standing. He looks to be on death's door. I assume the warhorse doesn't move, but remains there. Yeah, cool. He, he'll Next. just remain. Well, could, the, um, could, could, could we get the warhorse to move between this dude and the hostages to protect them? Yeah. Okay, so he'll stay within melee range, so he won't attack, attract an attack of opportunity, but I'll say he can try to insert himself between them, which will require an athletics check. So let's see what kind of athletics this horse has got. Oh my goodness, a 23! Okay, 
he manages to he manages to like shove the shaman out of the way pretty convincingly. Uh, I I mean I would technically it's a contested check, so I'm going to give the shaman a chance, but there's I don't see that really being beaten. Yeah, with a twelve, he gets like shunted aside very easily, like a small toy or a child. Good talk. Okay, that is Abe's okay. turn. Can I grab his dagger? Did he drop it or was it the other one? The one next to the campfire that's closest to you is the one that dropped his dagger, yeah. Can I grab it just because it, it just seems like it's something that they need for their ritual? Sure, you can grab it. I'll say um, you can, you'd have to move around to probably his other side which you can do while remaining remaining in his melee range. And you pick up the dagger and it's this weird curved blade, like corrugated almost. And you notice it's got all these weird engravings on it, but you probably don't have a chance to analyze it at this point because you're in the middle of a fight. Yeah, no, it's just so that he doesn't have it. Okay, um, what else would you like to do? Attack. You're, you're gonna great axe him? Okay, your great axe, slams into this guy's chest plate, but beneath the robes, there must be some sort of armor because you hear like a, a metal clinking noise, like a ching, as you slam your ax into him and you seem frustrated and foiled by his resistance to you. How dare you? <laughs> if only you were a horse. If only I were a fox. <laughs> An invulnerable horse. <laughs> okay, so you can probably say something. That's probably the only uh, action you have left unless you have a bonus action. Yeah, good job, Fox. <laughs> you see, again, That's he it. sort of flutters his mane very, like, cockily. <laughs> Sweet. Next up is Joseur. Um, yeah, I think the horse has probably got this one. Uh, and most of the anything else further south. So I will uh, now. This guy is facing the wrong direction. I will. Um, I'll try and put an arrow in the back of his neck. Go for it. Let's try that. Joseph, by the way, is fucking loving this. Just murdering all <laughs> and goblins. Just this creepy, <laughs> creepy grin coming across his face. Yeah. Just every time he fires an arrow, it's just like. Destiny being fulfilled. Okay, with a 16 and the sort of bloodlust pumping behind your retinas, you manage to hone in on this tiny little gap between the robe and the sort of edge of the chest plate, and the arrow just finds that gap and just hits for seven piercing damage. And you see nice. this guy Ooh. sort of lets out an audible gasp, and he, he whispers, uh, he grunts something in Orcish that you understand to be like, one of the deities, like the way that you would almost like blaspheme, but you don't recognize which one he's talking about. Would you like to do anything else? Oops. <laughs> I did not mean practicing. To... <laughs> Just practicing. <laughs> does uh, does Joseph uh, do anything? Um, no, I think I will. I think I'll remain sort of on the threshold in case anything tries to come up behind us. Okay, sweet. Therefore, this guy that's just been hit with an arrow is going to... What is he going to do? How does he understand this situation? Okay. He is going to take his... Okay. So he turns to Abe and 
he uh, he says the word uh, drop in a, ma- in a magical tone that commands you to drop the dagger, presumably. So you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Hey! Yeah. You're getting commanded by this guy. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, so what was it? Sorry, a wisdom... Wisdom saving throw. A wisdom saving throw. Yeah, I'm going to do a wisdom saving throw for you. Please. You're being commanded to drop the dagger by the creepy guy. Oh, Ooh. wow. 21. Okay. With, uh, with a 21, you feel this, like compulsion enter your mind but your your zen-like calm and the hope that you've felt in reading that note from a potential draconic brethren has filled you with new new strength and you manage to shake off this tempting suggestion and just stand there defiantly cool yeah dope as fuck and then you see him sort of stand there and start to like look desperately around for other techniques uh monty stan well, after all that practice, uh, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt on him. I can't believe you have more spell slots. That's impressive. I have a, oh, I have a like shit nine. ton. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, Monty, 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 Monty. Um, okay. Uh, um, what did you say? Sorry, Monty. Oh, I just said I can roll well on uh, roll well on Abe's computer. <laughs> yeah, you've got like a plus five as well. I don't know how that happens. Anyway, so this huge bolt of uh, radiant white, yellow, bright energy streaks across the the room and creates an enormous hole inside this yurt. And inside, you see a series of sort of like skins and pelts, and uh, it doesn't do what you want, but you created a window inside this yurt. Are there any furball pelts in there? Uh, you can't tell from that distance. Okay. All right. Is there anything I else you would like to my... do? Um, I'll stay there. Okay, cool. That's Next up is Zenerai. Okay. Um, which, which one do you think I should blast? Probably um, the nearer one, the one on the, uh, the west. Yeah, yeah I think we'll uh, take care of the other one. And it yeah, can't get around him without an attack of opportunity. And he's got right. attacked first. Oh, fuck. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. you're attempting to hit which one? The west one. Oh, the one in the west. Okay. With a 10, your Eldridge Blast goes through the same window that Monty just created and managed to scorch one of the pelts beyond recognition. Mm. You never know. And, Darn. <laughs> yeah. You, pro- you, you like to think to yourself that you were saving that orc from a fashion like mishap by destroying that pelt. <laughs> no there... stripes with pattern. Yeah, exactly. Is there something else you'd like to do? It was a zebra stripes with the, uh, with the, like a leopard pattern or something like that. Yes. Right. Oh, I'll, I'll hold the fort here. Okay, can I look behind me actually, just to see what's going on? Oh, uh, you can. Sorry, I also forgot to do the other orc turn, so I'll do that in a second. You look behind you, and you you see nothing seems to have changed. Uh, where are you? Yeah, you just see the, the big uh, uh, chamber, and you don't seem to notice anything else at this time. And see Joseph just go. 
<laughs> yeah, you see, you see Josa with this sort of like wide-eyed bloodlust that is, uh, yeah, you see, he's very happy about something. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. Is that the end I, of your turn, Tara? I mime a high five. You mime a high five. Okay, sweet. Um, I forgot. I forgot to do this other orc priest's turn. So he's going to turn to the warhorse that has basically just fucked him up real good, and he sort of evaluates his options and then decides to fucking bolt through this door over here. But that means the warhorse gets an attack of opportunity. So we're going to see what happens. Oh my gosh! With a seven, <laughs> with a seventeen, he. He, uh, right. Even even with a three plus four, oh my gosh, that was so close. Okay, so basically, as <laughs> as this orc priest runs away, you see the warhorse like kicks out his back legs, foxes, and slams this guy in the back of the head. He staggers but clings to life barely and disappears in this direction, presumably through a weird like looking door. <laughs> Shit. Oh well, he tried. Uh, Cool. So well that done, means, Fox. Yeah, Fox did a great job. That means I think uh, that was Zenorai's turn, right? So now it's the Warhorse's turn. So the Warhorse, I think, was given instructions to like guard the commoners. Is that correct? Yeah, he's protecting the commoners. Should we keep protecting the commoners, or should we just try to use Fox to attack the other guy? The other, the other guy. Other guy. The horse is too good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Wasted so... turn on protection. <laughs> Fine, then um, he'll try to attack this okay. guy that's trying to attack me. Okay, so he's probably going to go around the fire just because he's got tons of movement. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. he's going to stand here because the fire is out anyway. And he's going to get to do his hoof attack. Oh, with a 13. The first time well, that, this, that this horse hasn't connected with an attack, he manages to stop a little too short and misjudges the distance and just stamps the ashes of the once campfire. Um, so that is the end of the Warhorse's turn. The next up is Abe's turn. I am going to use one of my bonus actions and cast Isnerian Strike. Okay, sweet. So uh, I think you can, do you do that before your attack or afterwards? Yeah. Next time you hit a creature with a weapon, after you spell this, it says the next time you hit a creature with your weapon, before the spell ends, a breathing mass of thorny vines appears at the point of impact. So I'll oh, just cool. um, put so that yeah. everyone can see it. Nice. Mm. Uh, and hopefully the spell duration up to a minute. Is okay. That right? So you'll have a bunch of chances to use it, even if you don't hit with this one. So you're currently concentrating on it. Okay. So now you can do whatever regular attack you would like to do. That makes sense. Um, yeah, great axe. Oh, so I'm uh, going to great axe him. Great axe is fucking face. Oh wow, with a twenty, you're inspired by the the warhorse's amazing performance, and despite Fox's Fox's lack of connecting with this latest attempt, you absolutely cut into this guy. So that means the vines spring out from your great axe and restrain. This uh, actually, we got to see if he's going to be restrained or not. So he needs to do a strength save. Uh, strength. Oh my gosh, he rolls a five. Okay, so basically, uh, a writhing mass of thorny vines appears out of the blade of your great axe. 
He fails his save, so he's restrained by these magical vines for a minute until the spell ends or you lose concentration on it. Um, uh, he takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each of its turns. Holy, holy guacamole. Um, so we're going to do that yeah. symbol. And get done. Um, Sweet. All right, so that means he also takes 8 slashing damage from the attack. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm just saying I feel important when you say those things like, holy he's like, yay, it was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm impressed with the way that this battle is going. Um, is that the end of your turn, Ape? Yes, I'm still going to go. Thank you, Fox. You did very well for now. Good, good job. <laughs> we, yes, I'm... This guy's restrained. Can we interrogate him? Um... You've got it. Only lasts a minute, so it's the kind of thing that's useful in combat. But if you spent like any length of time interrogating him, this restrained spell would end. So sure. unless you could manage to interrogate him in fifty-five seconds, do you, you see what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Mind sweet. It. Next up is Joza. Um, we want to kill. Him. Yeah, we want to kill him. Okay, so. Um. Yeah, I'll just uh, regret that I didn't finish him off with the last one, that uh, I wasn't able to stop that last guy from escaping. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll shoot this guy in the nose or something. <laughs> okay, you aim for the nose. <laughs> I, I draw my trusty bow and... Oh, my goodness. With a, 20, with a 28, you hit his left nostril... And actually, because... Never mind. Sorry? I was aiming for the right nostril, but... You know, oh, no. It. Actually, he's restrained, so you can roll again to see if you get a critical hit or not. So you get an advantage advantage when you attack him. Okay, sweet. So uh, with seven piercing damage in his, his left nostril, unfortunately, uh, you see that he's looking much worse off than he was before, but he's still uh, just bloodied. Is there anything else you want to do? Um, yeah, I would like to, uh, how, what's my movement? 25, right? So that's, one, two, 20, 25. Uh, yeah, I will, I'll move into the room. I'll move to like here. Okay, sweet. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yep. Sweet. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna switch to where I was. Okay, so that means it's these priests' turn. Uh, and that means that this guy is going to take 1d6 piercing damage at the start of his turn. Ooh, five piercing damage as the, as the sort of arcane thorns start... Actually, no, they'd be divine thorns start to, like, close in on him a little bit further. And he is going to... Uh, he can't... Actually, it's until the spell ends. Uh, creature restrained can touch the creature... Fine. Well, that a creature restrained by the vines, or one that can touch the creature, can use its action to make a strength check. Okay, so he's going to try and use his strength check to, to get out of these vines. Uh, okay, sweet. And your spell DC was 13, wasn't it, uh, Abe? Okay, sweet. So let's see how he does. Oh, with a 7, he struggles vainly against them and starts to have this like wild look of fear on his face, as before it was more... Rage, trance, anger, it's shifted to fear now, and he looks definitely concerned. Uh, next up is Monty. 
Sweet. Uh, I'm going to call down some sacred flame up on Ooh. his ass. Okay, so that means he has a disadvantage to make the saving throw, because I think sacred flame means he has to make a deck save. He yeah. does. Yeah. Against 13. Against 13? Yeah, mm -hmm. he, he yeah. fails. He fails. Do the damage. Oh, it's right there. Three um, um, radiant, radiant damage. Nice. You see this, like, bolt of fire mixed with lightning just strikes down from the ground, and this this orc's facial hair starts to, like, singe and simmer. Uh, nice. Minus three. Okay, sweet. Is that the end of your turn? Do you want to do anything else? Um... No, I'm just going to say, ha, 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 join the light side of, uh, and then give up. <laughs> nice. Very intimidating. Yeah. Next up is Zenerai. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to move 30, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I'm going to move over to here. Am I too far away to inspect this funny door? Uh, is that your maximum movement? Yeah. Uh, I'll say I'll say you can. It's it's not terribly difficult to discern. It looks a little bit different to the other doors in that it's got all these sort of like horns and tusks and spikes sort of embedded into the wood, but otherwise it looks like it has a handle and stuff. It just has all these spikes on it at the same time. Okay. Um. I blast this guy. Okay, go for it. Nice, so you can roll again to see if you get a critical hit because he's still restrained. Oh, nice, okay. So let's take the first one. That's 12 force damage. How do you want this guy to die? Um, okay, um, so um, I, I also target the left nostril. Um, <laughs> and then I'm slowly a piercing... Uh, uh, a kind of a, a narrow diameter of force pierces through his septum. I said, ha, nice spacer, then his head just blasts off his shoulder. <laughs> I like that, that we did, like, uh, references to, to piercings. That was that was, a, that was a good fatality. Um, it's the most hipster of fatalities. Okay, this guy explodes just as described, and you guys seem to have the room to yourself now. Um, cool. Uh, let's help the people. People, let's help the people. And I just run up to these guys. Mace them. <laughs> you mace them. You see them say, "Oh my gosh, who who are you? What? Why are you here? Are you? You're not going to sacrifice us, are you? Oh, are you hurt? Do you need any healing? Oh, we're only small cuts, but they add up. And you see, there's all these like series of small cuts all over them. Oh, pop them some uh, some good berries. Okay, you see them like, because they're still sort of restrained with ropes. You see them like nibble on them two-handed. <laughs> I, I watch them for like definitely way too long before then going like, oh yeah, right, and like cutting their <laughs> their restraints. <laughs> okay, they say, oh, thank you, thank you so much. How did you even find us? We followed you. Is any one of you Graham, by the way, Graham? The one that's talking to uh, the other one, uh, so, sorry, the one that is talking to you turns to the other one and says, "He, he's Graham, and Graham looks more like forlorn and sort of subdued, and he says, oh, thank you, uh, I, I appreciate that. And he looks like depressed, like he should be more excited. 
<laughs> Should we just get the, the village, guys? What do you think? This feels like we will die if we stay here long. Nah, let's let's, let's fuck everyone up. Why would let's, you can't just leave <laughs> goblins? <laughs> Sorry, Zenerai, what were you saying? You were kind of muffled. The other guy ran off to raise the alarm. We should um, run him down before we get ambushed. Um, you uh, notice, uh, Abe, the dagger you're still holding in your hands feels still kind of warm to the touch, even though the fire has been out for a while. It's been away from the fire for quite a while, but it's still quite warm. And you notice it's got a symbol on the hilt of it engraved that looks kind of like a piece of paper, like parchment, like a rectangular piece of parchment with a quill sort of embedded, impaling the piece of parchment and uh oh, sorry what was that like the rock yeah yeah it, it reminds you very much of the rock symbol okay um i'm Maybe gonna say i'm gonna say quickly to the to the villagers uh because graham i mean they should be happy to see us right so a little bit of joseph's uh his pride is hurt a bit um uh so i'm gonna kind of say like uh uh what's wrong what have they done to you how long have you been down here uh, you say this to Graham? Yeah, both okay. of them. You see, uh, you see the guy that is to the left of Graham say, oh, I've been here a while. Holy shit. Uh, two weeks, three weeks, I can't even remember. And you see Graham say, uh, well, I was just brought here on the back of that uh, wagon. I thank you for uh, chasing it. Uh, but uh, I don't know, I just feel lost. I, I lost my pendant while they were taking me to that first war camp and I just feel without my god I, I don't know how I'm going to get back to normal life after this oh okay never mind then that's just some nonsense um, <laughs> <all right. laughs> I thought it was a real problem <laughs> you see him just look dejectedly at his feet uh, oh yeah I remember I tried to make you jump off um, yes it's all coming together I'm getting a pretty good idea what kind of person you are. Uh, okay, uh, so should we... Well, yeah, what do we do with these guys? Because it looks like there's probably more ways into this room. I'll have to take them away. Quiet dagger and see if you can tell anything, given that you're more familiar with orcs than I am. Yeah, sure. I'll take a look. You're trying to examine the dagger? Yes. Okay, yeah. whoever... Uh, uh, Joseph can make an investigation check. Uh, and I'll say you don't get advantage, and I'll explain why after your check. Okay. <laughs> okay. With an 11, you've seen enough of the sort of religious paraphernalia around this cave system to know that this is the kind of art style that is the, uh, some of the little slashing designs around that parchment uh, quill symbol are reminiscent of the sort of blood streaks that are uh, adorning and sort of like interrupting all the other carvings in this area. So this is the, this is the foreign influence on Orcish culture. And that's why you don't get an advantage on checking it because it seems to be from an entirely different culture. Okay. okay. <laughs> then I'll just put the dagger. Yeah. And maybe yeah. out of Maybe we should take the humans back to their other human friends, or we could give them the option of whether they want to stay with us or not. 
If we Sounds had good. the humans, um, we'd have to sneak them through, so we risk getting detected. I say we bring them with us. Yeah, I there's probably still lots of orcs back in the like the other yurts and the other women, isn't there? Uh, make them fight. Yeah. Is, uh, can we? Um, have we oh. got any spare weapons and shit we can just arm them with? Sorry, some bodies. Yeah. I think we can, guys. Um, should we lie to Graham? And tell him that his amulet is inside the room that we want to go into. <laughs> Send me first. Yeah, yeah. Get hey, Graham, it's down there, mate. Go check it out. Combat advantages. Okay. Make, uh, if that's are you actually sorry? What was that, Fraser? All is speaking my language. Okay. If you're yeah. actually whoever is actually going to say this to Graham, make a deception check. I've got a high deception. I'll do it. All right. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. With an 18, he Sorry. says, Graham says, uh, no, I mean, I, you think so? I mean, they would have had to have picked it up when they took me here. I mean, this is yeah. not really, it's not really something that they would be interested in. I mean, my God is much more about, you know, the natural environment and agriculture. I don't see why they would want it. Oh, no, agriculture. <laughs> is your God my God? Is, is that what you asked sorry. him? Well, it, it depends. I mean, I... Sorry, say that again, Monty. You're breaking up. I, sorry, I just got very excited there. Um, but I, I believe we follow the same gods, good sir. Maybe, maybe, maybe you can help us in this fight. Well, I mean, I, I follow Shanti. Who is your god? Yeah, Shanti is indeed, uh, indeed my god. I, oh. uh, I have... I have some incense and holy symbols there. Would you, would, you, would you like to at least borrow them for a little while? You have to give them back. Wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, no, I've only got one. Um, you can look at it. <laughs> you can look at the incense. Is that what you tell him? I'm going to show him my uh, holy symbol. Okay. The one that you use as your focus for casting spells? Yes. Okay, cool. He says, uh, oh, wow, you are... Uh, a fallen follower of I'm laughing because Sean T is the like I mean it's not spelled that way but I, I'm enjoying it. It is now. Yeah, is he, it's a bit like Sean T. That's yeah, what I think of exactly. And he says, uh, "Oh wow, it's great to, to." He seems much more animated now, and he says, I, "I'm so glad to have to have found you. You haven't seen my pendant, have you? It's sort of woven from like wicker, and it's." Uh, it's, it, it looks like a standard sort of pendant, but made from woven twigs. I feel like we have seen that, but I can't remember where. He has it. It's the one that Santa gave him. Ah, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely don't, don't give that to him. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to reveal that you have it if you don't want to, but it sounds very much like the thing that the stag gave you. Yeah. Hmm. That's, it is your choice what to do with it. I am. Um, I. I. I'm going to cast thaumaturgy on myself. Um, I'm going to turn my eyes completely black. I'm going to shout at this guy. Enough talking. Fight for us or die. <laughs> okay, make an intimidation check. <laughs> um, and I have advantage on that. Okay, go for it. Oh wow, with the twenty-five, you see him say, "Oh uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry." Uh, 
I, I, of course I'll help. Any follower of Shanti is, deserves my loyalty. Yeah, let, 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 let's go. And he sort of like stiffly stands up from his like reclined, cowering position. Chuck him some axes. Give, give, him, a, give him some weapons from our cache. Let's to... search the corner. You want to search what? Wait. I think we gave some to the other guys. Let me check what I have. You see that the two, uh, well, the one, uh, what's the word, shaman in this room seems to have that spear that he was holding. Um, that's all the weapons you immediately notice. Yeah, I think I have a javelin. Yeah, you would have picked up a javelin during the goblin camp incursion. Yeah. All right, let's give him a spear and a javelin and um, check yeah, out. Yeah, I'm giving he has a javelin. Okay, he he holds it so, yeah. and gives the spear to his friend, and they are holding them like partially to hold themselves up, and partially trying to wield them menacingly. <laughs> That'll be fine. Sweet. What would you like to do now? Um, let's check out this door. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just as I described, it's got a series of tusks and sort of pointy things embedded in it. Uh, do you just try to open it? Uh, can I do like um, a arcana check or something to try and look for traps? Uh, are you looking for arcane traps or physical traps? Um, arcane traps. Okay, make an arcana check. Okay, with a 15, you're confident that there's no arcane uh, mechanisms or wards built into this door. Can I do um, uh, an investigation as well, or a perception to see if there are any, well, anything? Invest investigation is kind of like spending a little bit of time and, and touching it with your hands often. Uh, perception is looking at it. Which one would you rather do? Uh, perception. Okay, go for it. Okay. With an 11, you, you don't get the sense that it's trapped. You get, because your knowledge of orcish culture and religion is pretty good, you get the sense that this is more for show than uh, functional trap purposes, all these sort of tusks and things. All right, let's go. Okay, you open the door. I, I assume everyone is going sneakily, so everyone give me a stealth check. I'm good at these. Okay. Well, so, you have kind of um, like character ability that stops you doing stealth checks. I've I was wearing like heavy armor, which I've now taken off because that it was a disadvantage, um, and it hasn't paid off. I think I should put it back on. Uh, the well, warhorse, the warhorse rolls a nineteen like a fucking champ, um, but unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, more people failed than succeeded. So as you sort of. Uh, Shuffle in. Everyone can. I'll, I'll move the warhorse. Give me a second. As you shuffle into this fairly narrow corridor, you hear in the distance. Uh, uh, sorry, you you kick a couple of larger rocks on the stone floor, and they go clang, and they echo against the sort of iron ore of the corridor walls. And you hear in the distance, off to your right, a sound of like, <clears throat> and in Orcish, you hear Joser that it is someone saying something like, "Yes." That that's them. Quick, I I need time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 
They want time. Let's not give it to them. Okay. Let's head in quickly. <laughs> Send in the war horse, like always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't check the plan. <laughs> okay, so do you go left or right? No, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, yeah, go. Uh, Where? Left. I oh, know, right. Well, because I reckon. Go right. Yeah, let's go right. Go right. Okay. So it's quite a narrow corridor. What's the marching order? Like, who's going first? Is the war horse out front? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so then who comes after the war horse? Uh, I can go given that I'm the tank yeah. anyway. Okay, that goes there. And then after them, after Abe? Who's um, next? I can go. Okay, Joza. And then after Joza? I'll go. Okay, and then Monty's bringing up the rear. Brave warrior though he is. All right, sweet. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Um, that should be good. Sorry, I'm just trying to make sure I can see everything. Okay, cool. Uh, what what Abe and the Warhorse see? Can you feel the, the dramatic tension? Mm. Yeah. You, 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 can, you can feel it. Dum, 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 dum. Uh, cool. So you see this you see this chamber that is got a series of much smaller looking yurts. These yurts appear to be made from bark and they look a little bit nicer somehow. And you see nice bark. It's not that cheap <laughs> stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you see this guy that looks like a much sort of beefier version of the orcs that uh, you've dispatched previously. Ooh. All right. So this guy is seems to be talking to the priest, the talking to the priest that that ran away, and it appears to be shit. Zed. He looks like that. So he's a he's a slightly bigger, more muscular version of the of the other orcs that you've seen, and he seems to be talking to the to the to the war chief guy, and he turns around and sees that you guys are coming because of the incredible noise that you made, and he points his weapon at you. And it appears to be a very large axe, like proportional to his size. And he says, <laughs> and Joseph hears it dimly to be, you have interrupted a sacred ritual. Your blood will erase this error from our God. And that is where we'll end the session. <laughs>